All right. FBA on the water. Nate, help me out in episode eight, right? Episode eight. Episode eight. All right. Let's go. We Today we have a, our guest here, Ben, known as Lucrative FBA on Instagram. Give him a He's follow. A family, family man running full-time Amazon here. So, yeah, there it is. Ben North right there. Ben North. Shit, appreciate it. Appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, of course. Of course. Ben, we've been talking to each other for quite a few weeks now. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, I know Zach and I are both uh, veterans. Um, yep. Yeah. Been seeing a lot of that in the FBA community. A lot of veterans. Even some active guys. One of our group chats. Some guys, yeah. some guys stationed at Fort Bragg running a FBA business as well. I'm like, man, you okay. got to be busy at one of the busiest units. Awesome. Hustle. One of the busy, busiest units in the United States, and uh, he's also hustling FBA, so it's awesome to see. Yeah, if somebody was set up to, like on a deployment, they could really, a prep center, they could really, uh, you know, yeah. you end up with a lot of, of white space sometimes. Uh, yeah, definitely. We're enlisted. Um, yeah, if you got the time and the Wi-Fi connection, which most places these days do have it, so there's opportunities to be seized. Yeah, that would have yeah. been cool to be doing. Maybe back in the day, man. <laughs> maybe there wasn't Wi-Fi always or yeah. phone access. Yeah, ours wasn't great. Ours wasn't yeah. great uh, yeah. when I was there. But we were kind of on the tail end, too. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Um, so I've been selling on Amazon for a little over a year now. Uh, went full-time uh, February 1st of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you said I'm a family man. Got three kids, wife. Um, we have always done a lot of this together. Uh, I started out doing, um, pre Amazon. I got, you know, I was just doing Amazon, like eBay type flips, garage sale, Gary V type stuff. Um, and my kids were always involved. We'd go to garage sales. We'd go to thrift stores, Goodwills, whatever. Um, and we, you know, we started out with like a hundred bucks and flipped those those garage sale flips and everything to like a grand in a couple months um kind of just playing around and at the time my uh my brother was flipping more like hype stuff like ps5s and stuff like Mm. that yeah and so he plugged me into some discord groups and stuff like that um you know did some you know prints art prints and shoes and just like all the different little hype things. Yeah. Uh, but eventually I came across Amazon. Some guys were doing pretty heavy RA uh, within those same groups. And um, that's really kind of what I, that was my first taste at Amazon. Um, well, a little before that, I got stuck with some, uh, with a bad purchase, bad eBay flip, but they were moving on Amazon. So I opened up my Amazon account, um, sent them in and they sold like pretty quickly. Um, and I was like, all right, this is kind of, that was kind of easy. Yeah. Right. Um, it's doable. It's kind of, yeah, easy. right. They didn't lose my inventory and it didn't get stolen. <laughs> I didn't get charged back. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's legit to a degree. Like they're, you know, there's yeah. more to this. Um, so I started hitting the Walmart clearance aisles, target clearance aisles, um, Ross and TJ Maxx doing all those, um, found a little success found uh some headaches too you know buying clearance mm. like not knowing that stuff had been opened before or 
whatever. Um, so you were mainly RA now driving, driving to the Ross TJ Maxx and all yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. At that point in time, I was just, I was trying to get a feel for it and, um, you know, like listening to some of the, the folks out there, they were saying, you know, that's, that's a good place to get started. And honestly it is like you, you start seeing a lot of different brands. You start like exposing yourself to a lot of different categories. Um, yeah. but it is hard to scale and right. where the money is really made is not in those clearance aisles. It's made in the main aisles and arbitrage and the bundles and things like that. Yeah. But, um, I never had the discipline or the combination of the time to go and spend a full day scanning, you know, three aisles at target. Yeah. Uh, ben, I wanted to ask, what was, what, where are you from? And like, what's your environment? Like, do you have a so, lot of stores near you? No, nah, I'm in South Louisiana. Um, at the time I was working in Baton Rouge. Mm. Uh, um, so I was commuting back and forth from my home about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, when I first kind of got started. So I was passing a lot of stores. So I, I would make it a point, like I passed two targets, I passed three Walmarts. I would stop in pretty regularly on those. Um, and I really kind of started like pushing the e-commerce um, volume with chlorine during uh, COVID. And, <laughs> and like, I was, I was the chlorine guy for a little while. Um, <laughs> I was hitting every Walmart at like 6 a.m., <laughs> I had like a five, five or six of them outlined that would map out and I'd hit them all um, and did pretty well with that. Was able to get some capital together. And that's really where I started looking into um, getting out of RA. Um, you know, I, I drive a full size truck. It's not uh, RA friendly. The miles um, on the truck and the gas. Yeah. And, and fuel costs and all those things. So started kind of looking at some other options and uh, started really diving into OA. Um, of course, Miles, Warner, Chris Grant, those guys uh, really kind of led me towards um, the possibility of that. And initially, I really just uh, I leaned into like TA and utilizing those types of softwares to um, find my leads. And, and early on, I had some good success. Um, but I also ran into a lot of trouble with those TA leads. Um, if y'all messed around with TA, like if it's easy to, if it's easy for you to find, it's pretty easy for everyone else to find too. That's true. Um, man, if you're doing generic scans at like Target, you might get lucky and, you know, get a few. I remember I had these tennis balls. They were like one of my first finds and I bought like uh, a dozen of them or so, sent them in. They flew. I went to replant them, and like as soon as they checked in, it was just like brick city. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was. So it was done. Funny. I was like, all right, all right. There's more so to this. Painful. Yeah, you can't just find it. You gotta, you gotta really understand it a little bit. Um, yeah. So a lot of lessons learned uh, across the last year or so. Um, and I, I talked with Nate a bit the other day, leading up to kind of this point and meeting you guys. Um, I was really doing a lot of just one-off finds, a lot of clearance sales, mm -hmm. uh, all OA, but like I was adding like 50 new ASINs a week, mm. uh, oh, wow. not, not doing like any replens. Um, and so 
few months back, it was just like, man, I've got this huge dead pile of inventory. I've got, um, you know, my, my storage fees are building up. Um, and it forced me to really look at my numbers and figure out like, all right, this is what's working. This isn't, and this is what is been scalable. Like, this is what I can still find on the market. Like is not a one-off clearance item or a discontinued item. I've, I've had a lot of success with discontinued items, but those are just like really hard to find and they're really hard to keep up with. And, um, so it was just getting away from all of that kind of refocusing um at this point in time i'm like 95 percent uh clothing and apparel um and mm. and i've really been enjoying that i mean you have a, a lot of different uh places that you can source from um, a lot of different options there a lot, a lot of, of different brands yeah tons of variations yeah and um you know for for a long time too i avoided variations they were uh, they were kind of scary, but it was it was interesting. Chris Grant did a um, podcast just on that, and mm -hmm. one day I was like, "Ah, that makes sense." Yeah, and, and so I just kind of like ran with it and uh, accepted that you know, like he basically it was just saying like the rating percentage, the the higher the rating percentage, the more volume that listing inside of there gets. So um, I've just kind of had been running with that for a while. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when I stopped and looked back at all that, all those things really were coming to truth. It was like, all right, these shoes and these T-shirts and these coats and these types of things, these are working really well for you. Mm -hmm. uh, the volumes there, the, the pricing maintains, the ROI works for your business. And um, so I spent about like six weeks uh, not buying anything at all. And... Uh, really just kind of went out on faith and clearanced my entire store and um, kind of started from scratch from there. And uh, we've been building back since. Um, this month, uh, you know, will be a pretty good month for us, especially profit-wise. Um, I'm, I'm not putting up as big of numbers I would have liked, uh, but profits what matter anyway. So, that's all yep. that matters at the end of the month, you know. Yeah, so we're we're gonna be happy with that, and then next month I'm I'm pretty teed up. I'm I'm gonna knock it out of the park. I'm confident on that. Here we oh. go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So nice. So Ben, when you when you first looked back and like checked over your numbers and like your whole inventory list, how far like how far long ago was that? And do you have like a plan to to kind of do that every quarter now or every couple weeks? Yeah, so um, that was like six months in. I okay. had hired a, uh, uh, and I'm I'm not gonna like, I had hired an accounting group via Discord, um, and they weren't really keeping up with my books mm. the way I would have liked to, um, and that was on me too. You know, I wasn't checking in, I wasn't forcing anything, and uh, and I wasn't pushing the envelope either. So, um. It forced me to sit down, really review all of my accounting, review um, uh, a lot of things, and it revealed a lot of things to me. My prep center was charging a lot more than I, mm. I thought they were. Yeah, uh, the timeline for that prep center was a lot worse 
then I'd really <laughs> given uh, given knowledge or or given credit to, and not just them, not just what they were doing, but also just the fulfillment center. I'll loud cap them. SMF three, um, <laughs> <laughs> they were awful, uh, slow, uh, yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, but so it's been good. You know, I switched to to somebody on the East Coast. I got a new accountant that's local, that's um, a friend to me, family to me, um, and, you know, she takes care of everything. She gives me monthly uh, reports that are just, they're broken down Barney style. I understand, um, you know, it's nice, nice. Um, and so with those reportings and then using inventory lab, I've just been forcing myself to look at those numbers, to be more in tune with those numbers. And to give credit to those numbers too. If something's selling, something's selling. Like replenish, continue to replenish, and continue to push it until it's not. Um, and, and I think like I was on the right track early on. I had bought some perfumes, some hazmat items, mm. um, and they were flying. And I had gotten like eighty of them sent in or so, and uh, at Amazon suppressed the listing and wow. I've, I've still got like 30 of them. No, um, like So it's it like, it, it pushed me off of replens, but like it's, it was just like understanding brands now looking uh, and being more wise about those brands. This was a target brand that I was selling. Um, so it was just, it was kind of bound to happen. Um, and you live and you learn. So we are, we you know, we're here, yeah. we're, we're here now. So yeah, for sure. We're going to keep pushing it. Um, for sure. So with, with, um, and you talked about like knowing your numbers and you got your accountant and your inventory labs and you kind of digest that every month, but like the importance, I feel like of hitting those numbers and really getting to know them, especially with you doing this full time. Like there's, I seen a post on Instagram, like recently within the last couple of weeks. And it was like, your cash flow management switching from doing it as a side hustle to doing it as full time like you need to have that dialed down to a T yeah, it's, it's so it's so different you you tend to overlook so many things um you know I, I the job I had before this I worked for a family construction company remodeling company mm -hmm. um, we did bathroom remodels um, I started out there as an installer kind of moved up through the ranks and ended there as a kind of a general manager um, overlooking operations, sales, our call center, everything. Um, and, you know, I, I had a good job. I had a good income there. And I also, it was a family company, um, my family. And uh, we, you know, they gave me a lot of flexibility. They gave me a lot of grace and mm. um, you know, I'm super grateful for that. Like I could, I was able to, show up at 8 30 uh, <laughs> after picking up you know 60 you know bins of chlorine that morning and um at the same time i would go and pick up new boxes from the box shop at lunch and yep. uh yeah. you know be boxing stuff up on the back of my truck uh, as i was leaving <laughs> for the day so i could hit usbs on the way out you know yeah. like they just gave me a lot of grace they gave me a lot of flexibility and they also, you know, like I learned a lot of lessons, um, how to talk to people, sales, uh, business lessons on, yeah. on their dime. Um, yeah. So 
super grateful for those opportunities too, but you're right. Uh, being able, you got to be familiar with those numbers, but you tend to be much more forgiving with those numbers whenever you have another income. Yeah, um, definitely. That's and, right. and also like, if you're going to continue to try and push scale, you know, when I left my job, it was kind of a situation where I had told them, Hey, I do want to leave. And they were like, all right, we're going to start looking for somebody. And then when it happened, we were both kind of like, oh, crap, we're not quite ready for you to leave. And you're not quite ready. So, I mean, we ended up like extending that that leave date for like another two months. But, you know, like so much happened leading up to that. Like the month before I was supposed to leave, our air conditioner went out on the <laughs> house and um, had to replace that. And then, you know, the wife's car messed up. It, it's just like all these different things, like your nest egg, your, your cushion, yeah. just, just like it dwindled just like right off the bat, like oh, man. month one. And mm -hmm. yeah. um, so we had a lot of fears, you know, just, just getting started. And, uh, yeah. but at this day and time, you know, we're super grateful. We learned a lot. Um, uh, I've talked about it a few times, uh, like on my Instagram, um, putting life over numbers. Um, and it that kind of thought process has really changed how I've structured my business. Um, you know, I really prioritize a good prep center and uh, I've, I've been working with a good set of VAs to mm -hmm. uh, try and free up myself as much as I can. Because at the end of the day, my wife and kids, they don't really care about yellow bars. <laughs> right yeah, yeah i mean i see you posting all the time like spending time with the kids whether yeah. you had a you're at a yeah, so i've really tried to make that my priority you know at the beginning of this year prior to leaving out and saying hey i'm gonna do this full time i had these you know ideas of big grandiose numbers and yeah um it was like month two my wife and kids they were like you know you work like we thought you're home all the time but you're <laughs> not here yeah, like you're upstairs. You're you're in your you're in your cave working. You're not you're not. And so like it it forced me to restructure some things and rethink what was most important uh, yeah. in the long run. Um, so it's slowed down how much we've scaled a little bit. Uh, but I think in the end, like we're we've been a lot happier with. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Things are going. Yeah. And your ability to keep growing and scaling was. Like yeah, I know you had those those grand numbers in your uh, in your mind when you first uh, started full time. Like they're still possible if you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Compounding they're just a few more. months further out, and yeah, yeah, it's nothing to it. Um, like, very content with with where I'm at right now. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, like for everyone too, like there's no, it's not like a, there's no like finish line really. It's like you can oh. keep scaling and scaling, and it could take. Like it's like anything. It's like going to college or something. It could take four years or it could take twelve years. Like at the end of the day, you graduate and there you go. But like yeah. with business, it's like you can just keep going forever. And like if you're happy with where you are, right. like right. what the hell? Like why yeah. why compare yourself with other people or like whatever, you know? Yeah. And if you don't wanna like really scale and you wanna just do all the work yourself and make four or five grand a month, like that's totally doable. Like if you that's I think that's one of the beauties of Amazon. It's not really talked about enough. I think a lot more people should take advantage of it and look at it to be like a three to five thousand dollar a month 
profit supplement. Yeah. It's yeah. very doable for a lot of people that have nine to fives. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's your mortgage. Like, yeah. Like, like, like that does a lot. That's a new vehicle, you know, a nicer vehicle, yeah. a nicer house, whatever. That's a lot of things for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you know, not everybody needs to look at it as a full-time gig. No. Um, or like scale the Amazon lit numbers. Like it's not, it's yeah, like yeah. no, not right. everyone needs to be that that crazy but i mean looking at his numbers man it's <laughs> yeah, it's encouraging i mean it's inspiring yeah. um i've always been you know a fa a fan of uh competition you know that's that's market proof that, yeah. that lets you know that if they can do it you can do it or you can capture a portion of it you can do it better um whatever it might be so yeah. I, I don't you know there's been a lot of talk about and that and since i've started and before the there's too much market saturation mm. and uh, I mean, we're all making money. Uh, yeah, dude, that's one thing that I'm like, I'll never get behind someone who's saying that FBA is not a, not a profitable business model right now. Cause Amazon fees are too high or something like that. Like people who say that, I just feel like they're just uh, like the naysayers, you know, like, I mean, they are too high. <laughs> they're higher than I want them to be. They're True. higher than I want. They went True. up like 25% in the last year. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it, so it, it's went up a lot, but all in all, there's still ab absolutely, you can raise your prices, you know, just still yeah. money to be made. And that's what I think they're going to like long-term if they do continue to like really push the third party sellers and increase their fees, like merchandise is just going to be, it's just going to cost people more. Yeah. Like that's like, cause but, people are going to take less profit, you know, it's like. Right. Like, okay, Amazon, you want more money? We want more money too. We're gonna start selling our sweatshirts higher and stuff. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever you're selling. Yeah, and I think that, you know, I think you'll you'll continue to see more more and more OA sellers shift into private label and wholesale and more quote unquote stable um you know plans. Um uh, but we'll see. We'll see as time goes on. Have you dabbled with any wholesale or private label ideas at all? You know, my uh, my ego wants to do private label. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do. I, that's something that has been on my mind. I don't have an idea for it at all, but I want to try it. It's, yeah. you know, it's a little more um, risky, romantic. Yeah, it's risky, risky, definitely. But like, I like the idea of doing SEO and, mm. uh, you know, running brand content and things like that. Um, but, and then wholesale, as far as dabbling in it, I, I do have a, a wholesale account with a local grocer. Um, my father was a, a restaurateur. And mm -hmm. um, so uh, through his legacy, I, I plugged in with the, the grocer that he used to use. Mm. Um and honestly, I've never ordered from them. Uh, it's it's a bit intimidating, um, the way the catalog is set up and the way the the lower margins that you kind of have to um, take. Uh, yeah. Plus, you know, combined with the larger buy cost, you know, they want you to buy X amount of dollars of a particular product or a, per, or, or a certain number. Like the test buy just gets way more. Um, and then combine that with the lower margins. I've just not been in a place in my business where I was able to say, 
yeah, I can take 15% over when there's products. I know I can get it 30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's happened to me. Like, not like I, it was, it's honestly like an open book still, but Zach and I were talking with a, a wholesaler that did Nike products. Yeah. Um, I posted about it on my Instagram story. Probably like, I remember that. Yeah. And it was honestly kind of like a sketchy situation. We were talking over Facebook Messenger, and <laughs> yeah, we were just like, "What's your minimum order? Like, can we come look at the products? Like, we need to know if they're legitimate or not." Because so, long story short, they were like, they were like an offshore supplier of Nike, where they would get the product here and then ship it to to Asia or wherever, and um. They like they wanted us to pay cash, and they wanted us like a minimum order of like five thousand dollars. Yeah, and and then like the communication kind of just dwindled to nothing. And I was like, "Can we set up a time to meet?" Like, hello, hello, hello. Mm -hmm. So like, (laughs) I I think it's probably a good thing we never like. That sounds a little sus. Yeah, it was it was definitely sus. Yeah. The only pluses are I did get their location. It is like a legitimate like warehouse that I've driven by before. Um, the all the minuses are like this company's website is all in China Chinese or some Asian language. I'm I'm pretty sure it's Chinese, yeah. and they wanted cash and you know it was, it was <laughs> yeah. It was Amazon sad. is not a cash business. Like yeah. it's wow. documentation all the stuff but yeah yeah well you got a contact though i'm meeting with a wholesale grocer on monday hopefully i sent i sent happy thanksgiving to the rep so (laughs) (laughs) what do you say back nothing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no he was he seemed excited to like meet up and i don't know if it's just like his work phone he had it off or whatever i don't know i'm I'm trying to be positive about it but yeah do you do a lot of grocery now um, some, that was like my first, my first items okay. are three. And then I kind of, I kind of just do a little bit of everything now. Like someone hit me up on Instagram recently, like this past uh, week and was like, what main categories are you selling? I was like, dude, like anything like, yeah, like I got yeah. apparel, um, health products, um, like, I don't know, like deodorants, toothpaste, whatever. I, I did that for a long time, man. I, I bounced around between a lot of different categories. Um, yeah if, uh, if the chart made sense i would buy it yeah that's pretty much what i said i'm like if it if yeah. something's profitable and you're ungated then go test it out and then after you test it out a few times and it works then go crazy do whatever you want right just, whatever yeah, just don't do what i did not track yeah. it and yeah look back yeah. at it <laughs> I mean, yeah i had a, i had a big mistake this past month like it's not going to end up being too bad but it's it's yeah. like where the profits looked so good and then they slowly started looking less and less good. And now it's like, okay, I'm like around break even. <laughs> right, right. And I bought too much of it. So I, um, I used to hit grocery really hard. Whenever I did my own prep, it was um it was one of my my main categories. Um I, I sold a lot of coffee. Um yeah. Yeah. I, I was able to replen it easily. Um it, it was it was good, but whenever I switched to the prep center, it seems like the prep center, the, the fees on bundles and things like that, yeah, um, made a lot of it not profitable. Yeah, that's All one right. thing. I'm I'm definitely gonna like 
most of my stuff. Like I, I say, I'd want to be like ninety percent prep center, ten percent not, and that ten percent yeah. is just going to be any bundles that I've been like replenishing since I started. Because I've had some, like I can still replen now and make good profits on it. But it's a bundle, right. so if I send it to a prep center, that brings my margin from thirty down to like ten. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like I'm just going to keep prepping at the house. Like I still have some time, but to scale to like a six figure a month thing, like it's not realistic in the basement here, like in my, in my cave. Like, <laughs> Right. So Nate, I know you've talked about hoping to go full time in the future. Zach is, is that your ambition as well? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely like, I talked to my, so I work for, I work for my dad, like a family, a family business kind of like similar to yours. Nice. Not, not similar. It wasn't construction. It's they're a medical device company, but okay. still, um, family business like I want to be plugged in and he wants me to be plugged in and I definitely still find it interesting like I'm a design engineer so I'm on CAD on my computer every day and that is also like I can take advantage of that because when we're slow with design work then plug in a TA scan and start going through it like you know it's like I still have opportunity to to do some of the business while I'm at work when one thing when it makes sense to not when it doesn't make sense to yeah but it's like the prepping when you get home at six o'clock at night and it's like dude like I've been up since 6 30 and it's like I'm not going to bed till midnight tonight yeah so that's the stuff that I need to start figuring out but yeah I don't I don't think I have any ambitions to go full-time I want to make like a full-time income from it while doing it part-time <laughs> hopefully with mm -hmm. the help of a prep center and VAs and yeah but to unplug from the business I like morally i don't want to do that like i like it and i i know that uh yeah there's no reason not to yeah there i mean the, the one reason would to not to would be for health insurance but yeah. I, I got the the tricare anyway so it's like i just gotta go to uh, drill, go to I drill do, once a month and do my I do miss the tricare yeah that's what i'm talking to my grant yeah never mind forget about yeah, it that's it, way it, off topic for for another time for another time yeah. <laughs> yeah so question question for you ben how was like the uh like getting the wife on board and how was how was she initially to the whole like reselling and then yeah going? um my wife has always been super ride or die um, that's awesome that's great yeah you know pretty early on our relationship i remember us having a heated conversation um, I've always been somewhat of an entrepreneur. I've always been like looking for a thing. I've always been trying to kind of advance um, career wise. And, you know, uh, we talked at one point and I was like, you can either get with me or get behind me. <laughs> and she, she broke down. She was like, I've always been with you. And she, she always has been like, she's always been my biggest cheerleader. Um, she always pushes me to, uh, you know, try and get better, be better. She has no problem in investing her own time into prepping or whatever it might be. Um, she's, she's about it. Yeah. Uh, that's whatever, like whatever that. it takes. That's huge. Then I, like I asked that cause I feel like from, from like your standpoint with the three kids and the wife and you got, you got to put, yeah, a, I mean, you got to put a roof over them definitely scared she was definitely scared we both were i mean it, yeah. it was something going out into something very new yeah. um but you know we've been together 
Uh, today's our anniversary, actually. Uh, 11, hey. years, 11 years married. Um, but we've been together for 16 years now. Uh, we've, been, we've known each other and been together longer than we haven't been. Wow. Uh, so we've always leaned on each other really hard. We've, uh, we've been through a lot of ups and downs, deployments and hurricanes and, you know, a lot of crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So at the end of the day, when we look back at it, you know, this is, this is pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, well, happy anniversary. I mean, yeah. thank, you. thank you. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, yeah. I just, yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a big, like, pill to swallow and just decision to make in general so i like to i like to hear what, what people's um like well, and i, I think a lot of people's you know i had kids young which forced my career which forced her career you know like mm -hmm. we had to grow up fast to to some degree um and so i think a lot of people don't take that risk um but it was like the the month leading up to me leaving I read a uh, seven-hour work week. It's a seven-hour work week, four-hour work week, four-hour uh, four four work week. And yeah. one of the big takeaways I just took from that is like, what's the worst that can happen? Like worst case scenario, I miss a couple mortgage payments. They're not going to take my house away for a while. Um, <laughs> and I have to go back and like get a job. I can go sell cars. I can yeah. go like, there's just so many different things I can do. Um, and at you know, it's still still not that bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? So it felt like the right thing to do. I wasn't um, I wasn't miserable at my last job, but I, I definitely wasn't happy. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I just felt like I was leaving a lot on the table. I was putting a lot of hours in and, um, you know, not that I wasn't paid well, but I just wasn't getting wasn't getting paid owner money. And I was doing a lot of owner level work. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I wanted to, and then I'll, I've always wanted to see what it was about, you know, I wanted yeah. to have that freedom, but also, um, it, it requires a lot of discipline. Um, yeah. Yeah. Traveling know. into the unknown is yeah. never an easy thing to do, but. And there's a lot of days you wake up and you don't want to source and there's no boss telling you, you have to source <laughs> yeah. and you know, the. Right. You know, I can get the kids to run the boxes up the stairs and then there's nobody complaining about boxes either. <laughs> uh, you know, so like there, you could make a lot of excuses. Um, but, you know, at the same time, it gives you the type of freedom that you can work at midnight. You can I tend to get up really early. I get up at like 430 and I've, you know, most days I'm done by like 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and, yeah. you know, I have most of my day left to me. I might check repricing or check something later on in the afternoon or evening, but for the most part, I get the bulk of my work done before anybody else wakes up in the house. Yeah. That's I wanted to ask, like, how many hours would you say you, uh, like, work a week? Work. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, so uh, flexible means that you work all the time. Um, right. uh, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning, you know, I was sitting there yesterday watching the world cup game, mm -hmm. my son's, you know, laying on my lap and I'm sitting there putting in new FBM, uh, listings. Mm. Um, so working, but at the same time, not really, 
Um, I would say that I, I, I spend most of my time doing that. Hard at it, sitting in front of my computer, just me, probably 20 hours a week. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, I don't do a lot of prep. Um, I do do a fair amount of FBM, but I do a lot of high dollar shoes. And mm. so when I say I do a lot, I mean, it's still like eight to 10 orders a day. Yeah. Uh, so really not that much time, like. Yeah, like the time time's not really there, and it's a lot of like similar or, or same ASIN. So I'm printing, you know, five labels at a time or four labels at a time for the same thing, yeah. packing yep. up the same item. Um, yeah, same box size, same weight. Yeah, same it's size, just it's so. so streamlined and easy. Right. Um, you know, so I'm gonna do a lot more of that going into this month. I did make the mistake. I say mistake. We have a vacation scheduled. Uh, we're going to be gone for Christmas this year. Um, and I think I probably should have pushed that off into January um, <laughs> after talking to some folks and, and then really like looking back at keep charts and going, Oh man, it's still, it's still <laughs> yeah. hitting January, you know, like it's still yeah. hitting through those days, but um, yeah, it uh, seems like that after that first week of January stuff starts to kind of like rebound and, level yeah. up to the norm where like that. and i remember that about last year um you know last year I, I was really just chasing bolos i hit the magic mixies really hard um, <laughs> that was really like my proof of concept mm -hmm. i sold like 80 in four hours or something ridiculous um and so that's just kind of been uh you know we've been holding on to that since day one um knowing the volume knowing the potential and uh so we're always looking for new stuff but at that time we were just chasing bolos um had done the mixies and and so i didn't have anything really planned for december and then also i got kicked off of that listing um so oh, really yeah so i was like i think i had like 50 of them still sitting at the house when i got kicked off the listing oh man um, yeah have you come into any like IP complaints or other yeah. complaints before? Yeah. So, like I said, like when I was first starting out, I I just kind of sold everything. I wasn't giving enough credit to like the size of the brand and kind of uh, the history of that brand. Not so much like I wouldn't ignore IP alerts or anything like that. But as a rule of thumb, now like I don't sell a cosmetic brand I've never heard of. Mm. Uh, I've just ran into too many situations where they pop up and, you know, either create an issue with Amazon or they, they go ahead and send that cease and desist letter. Um, but, and just across the board, I, I try not to sell anything that I just haven't heard of. If I haven't heard of the brand. Like it's just. It's normally <laughs> bad news, right? Like... Yeah. It, well, and like, that's not all true. I mean, like we've all had success with, really small brands too um yeah definitely but uh just where i'm at right now where and i'm where i'm trying to where i'm getting away from i do i have ran into ip claims i've ran into inauthentic claims and um you know like i've i've bought stuff off of facebook i've bought stuff off of ebay um like i just haven't always been that um uh, risk avoidance um, right but you learn through experience you know like yeah yeah well I, I come from that ebay background where it's just like do whatever 
um, you know, make it work. And Walmart has kind of been that way too. It's just, you know, anything and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so end of the year is coming up. What, uh, do you have any goals or things you want to change in your business for next year? Um, yeah. So my biggest thing right now is I want to, I'd like to, I've got a lot of inventory. I've got a lot of dead inventory, stuff that needs to be put on both eBay and uh, Walmart. Um, but I'd like to clear out all of my inventory, really go into next year fresh um, and then take the capital from December and, uh, you know, maybe, you know, going to try and really streamline those numbers of ASINs. I've still got like 200 ASINs at this time. Um, so I'd like to stream down and get it under a hundred or so. Mm. And, 200 uh, active ASINs right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So <laughs> I'd really like to streamline that, clean it up and, um, and get back to, you know, a, a more replenishable based business. Um, yeah. so Get rid of inventory and and uh, again just kind of do another reorg after the first of the year. Right, right, absolutely, yeah, good stuff. Um, Dak, you got any other questions? Yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, off the top of my head right now, I don't uh I don't think I got anything. I got a question or <laughs> something we could just expand upon. So both of you are veterans, so maybe speaking to like a listener that might be a veteran, like what are some things that could kind of give you a, a tactical advantage over, over me, over someone who's not a veteran? Yeah. Um, I haven't found a ton of success utilizing the uh, military discounts, which is fairly disappointing um, considering, but um, you know, we do have access to a few retailers and outlets that um are veteran only that are tax exempt mm -hmm. um they're hard to source though uh and yeah, they're definitely they're kind of they're hard to scale also but it's you know get get with other veterans talk with other veterans that are doing it uh, that are selling there are some um discounts and sales that make sense to utilize to utilize those military discounts um, and it's just too much for you to try and keep up with them all. There's, there's a lot of them that are active at all times. Um, but you know, maybe are not only, maybe aren't great unless there's an ongoing sale or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say tread lightly with that too. Like, like you don't want to abuse it. Yeah. Or to the point where you get, you get your, uh, discount taken away or kicked, yeah. off, kicked off a site or something like that. Yeah. Like I mean you can use it. I'm not uh I'm not telling you not to or whatever. Like yeah, who, who am I to tell you not to anyway? Like I'm it, just... it's almost in most cases I've found that they have so many exclusions that it's almost better to either use uh, a coupon that they have ongoing or wait until they have a sale. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. because the the discounts will be better. Like the vast majority of them are full price items only. And like 10 or 15% off a full price item. Um, yeah, just wait till the store goes 20, yeah. 20 25%. And then boom, you're, you've got a yeah. better deal right there. True. 
True. So that, right. 10, that 10, that 10, 15% really isn't going to get you like a, um, and then a lot of them, like, um, I'll speak on Nike specifically. Like if you use your military discount, then you can't get cash back. Mm. Um, that, and you can only use the military discount up to $500. So if you're making, right. if you're making an order of like a thousand dollars, then they're only going to take 10% off of 500. And then you can only use it like once a month or something like that. I don't yeah. know. It's limited. I haven't, I yeah. used it like, I used it like maybe once or twice when I was first you, going. Uh, same. same. I thought it was going to, I thought it was going to be gold. I'm like, man, I hit the gold. I hit the jackpot with this. The one I thought that was going to be gold is that like Adidas 40% off or something like that, but it's uh, not, yeah. not it. <laughs> no, it's not, man. You just got to wait till, wait till something else comes. Cause Amazon's on every Adidas listing anyway, for the most part. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta see the find the ones that they're either out of stock on or looks like they go out of stock pretty regularly. How about like um is there any softwares out there that have given you guys like a veteran discount or anything? Have you yeah. noticed anything like that? Tactical, not... tactical arbitrage will give you a ten percent a month. Okay. So I mean if you're not I, using it, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you hit them up, hit up their support and just uh let them know. I noticed it when I got my free trial. And I scrolled down to like military discount and it said, after you subscribe, contact support for military discount. So I think most of the benefits are probably in the, the realm of banking. Mm. Um, yeah. There are some, you know, accounts you can get that are, you know, maybe don't have limits, don't have fees, credit cards that don't have initiation fees and stuff like that. Okay. Um, that's uh, that's been the primary advantage i'd say yeah um, what what credit cards would be uh, amex platinum they they waive yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. waive the fees yeah um chase they waive uh your business checking fees and your um i think your minimums as well mm. uh, your monthly minimums um so i mean stuff that's fairly important when you're first getting started low capital yeah, yeah. you gotta save every you gotta you gotta be kind of nickel and dimey when you first yeah. uh, especially when you're first starting out like yeah, yeah. and i wish i would have done more of that you know i started out when i first got started i went pretty software heavy um yeah it was was hitting i had ta i had tactical bucket tactical expander mm. uh, <clears throat> all great you know all good tools but like you can, you can get real heavy, uh, subscription heavy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Before you know, it, you'll be looking at a five hundred dollar a month bill just on. Yeah, your... I remember like right after I did it too. Like I had a buddy who's like, "Hey, you want to split that?" I was like, "Man, you could split that." Like, <laughs> you know, that'd have been a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, now nah, it, it's it's been uh, it's been an adventure getting here. Um, you know, the last nine, 10 months have really been a lot of up and down, but I'm, I'm really excited going into this next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, like I'm really trying to do more, uh, Instagram and, and networking like that. That's been good. Um, you know, I've really tried to try to do things on my own for a long time. Yeah. Uh, that networking is so slept on. Like uh, it really is. I mean, the, the number of people that text me or, or you know, message me, uh, even just like if it's not just a straight up like hey here's this lead um it'll be you know like this place is having a sale go check this yeah. out 
Like yeah. that's really valuable. If you're, if you don't know where to start and some days are, are just like that, you just don't know where to start. Your email's dry. You didn't get tipped off on anything. And then, you know, somebody throws you that bone for a site you've never heard of or whatever. And you're, yep. you're back in it. You know, And you're, you're in the game. Full gotta love that. Yeah. yeah. You gotta love it. So it's, it's like super. early, early morning. You're sitting at your laptop, like, man, I don't even know how I'm going to spend money today. And then someone sends <laughs> yeah. you something and it's like, Holy smokes, dude, I could spend like 10 grand a day if I had it. <laughs> right. Now you got that rabbit trail and you just don't want yeah. it. And so, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with. Sometimes I noticed, like, I'm out here, like, prepping all the stuff, and I'm like, wow, I got, like, 10 Instagram DMs, like, go through yeah. and answer. I don't, I don't know. The guys that do it really heavy, I, I'm still trying to grasp it. Uh, oh, guys like Miles? Also, yeah. They got VAs running their yeah. Instagram. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I was talking to one of his VAs once, and he texted me, like, the next day. He's like, <laughs> He sent me a voice message. He's like, hey, dude, sorry, that was my VA. Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, all right, dude, whatever. <laughs> hey, it works. But, yeah, it's definitely – you got to outsource a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess Time so. is just so valuable. It really is. And, I mean, you just uh, – you know, the prep center gives you back so much time. And then um, the VA, you know, VAs – it takes a lot of time investment on the front end, trying to train them and get them to where you want them. But once they're solid, even if they don't give you exactly what you want, a lot of times they, they get the trail started. And I would, I would often take my, you know, VA's leads and try and push it, you know, push it one more, push it another level. Um, you know, just try and get it a little further away from that TA search or wherever mm. they might have scraped it from. Um, and I've had good success with that. Um, tried a lot of different things. Uh, going through a lot of those things, I've been ungated in so many different brands and um, uh, so many different categories. It's opened up a lot of opportunities along the way. I can, uh, you know, if something yeah. else goes on sale again, I've been able to replant it. Yeah, definitely. When you're first starting, the whole ungating adventure seems like it's like, the ultimate barrier to entry but now it's like i feel like i'm ungated in so much stuff it's like there's there's not even enough to like it's gotten easy to and some brands are easier than others too oh yeah for sure uh, yeah but it, it's it's been a it's been a wild ride yeah so ben if you had one piece of advice to to give to someone maybe in your type of situation they're you know a father they have kids they might be working a job that they like and it pays well but like it's not exactly what they want to do yeah. like what would you what would you tell them to do to like get started it just just do that just get started go ahead yeah it's um you have to test the waters um my wife and i have always said that we were both feet in we don't mm -hmm. test the waters on a lot of stuff um <laughs> You know, once once we with Amazon specifically, once we kind of got a taste for it, we really went all in um, and yeah. we've been all in since day one. But for anyone that's just doubting it uh, or, or doubting what they're doing, like just go ahead and start something. Start your own yeah. business selling, you know, snow cones or whatever that makes you happy. But if you're not happy, if you're not um, if you're not making the income you want, you, you've got to try and do something different. Uh, yeah. But, in the Amazon space, there's just nothing really stopping you from getting started. You know, FBM a couple items, um, try it out. 
uh, right now and, and even, you know, going into Q1, there's a lot of opportunity for seasonal stuff. Um, yeah. Just yep. go out and do it. it. It can, I didn't know this is what I wanted for my life. Mm. Um, I didn't know that I wanted to work from home. I didn't know that I wanted to, um, you know, be with my wife and kids. For the long, you know, leading up to this, I had all my friends and family saying, y'all are going to drive each other crazy. And <laughs> I believed them to a degree. But at this day and time, I can tell you, like, it, this is exactly what we've always wanted. And uh, so I would have never known that had I not stepped out. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, I had a few businesses leading up to this that I tried out that didn't work out and would have been so vastly different than this. So um you don't know unless you try so you, i think you just got to get out there and fail um yep and so that's and, it yeah even you saying you didn't you didn't know you wanted it like that was like probably a year ago or something you were saying that so yeah. 10 years 10 years from now who knows what you're going to be saying then about you know yeah hopefully all good things obviously but yeah be optimistic as possible here but mostly good things at least yeah mostly good <laughs> things you, you don't know what you don't know just dive in get going and figure it out yeah i agree I agree. yeah and like there's a guy i was talking to on discord i just i sent a long message to this kid i don't know i don't know him i don't know anything about him but i was on the thread and he was he was like down in the dumps because like he was kind of sold that this was going to be like a get rich quick thing or like you're going to make a butt tote like a, a shit ton of money like yeah no work passive income and it's like no like the the level of like money you make is going to be determined on the level of effort you put in and the level of drive you have and how much time you want to spend and then once you like get through that mud then you can put you have those systems in place where like like you Ben, like you have a couple of vas you have a prep center you're not doing all this time consuming work but you're still pulling five figure high five figure months every single month where you can live on your own terms. Right. And to you, that is, that is success to like a high degree. And, you know, some people are like, I want to make like 500,000 a month. It's like, well, you have to do what it takes to, to do. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Any, any, any Amazon seller doing six figures is they're, they're putting in the work. Like, six figure yeah. months like you're getting stuff done whether it well, and they've put in the time more importantly i think yeah it's yeah. um amazon is such a compounding thing it's the more time in the more you get out of it yeah 100 um, percent. yeah 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 and i mean like it, it, it just doesn't happen overnight like we no, like no. we can say like if you buy more you're going to sell more like like to a degree yes but you also have to know like what to buy, how much of what to buy and like be able to strategize that in a way where you don't fuck yourself. Like if you, if you don't come up, if you come up short for your, your bills, like there's, there's so many factors and var and variables. Like you, if you just take it one step at a time, one day at a time, like you can, you can get there. It's, it just takes time. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, get, get out there and network too, and you know you you'll get that proof of concept under yeah. your belt pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a good uh, good spot to wrap it up. What do you yep. guys think? Yeah, we're coming up on that coming up on an hour. So yeah, I mean, sweet. I appreciate you guys. Thank y'all for having me.
Yeah. yeah thank you, Ben. Appreciate Thanks, your time. Ben, for coming on. Appreciate Happy it. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Taking an hour out of his day on his anniversary. This guy's <laughs> this guy's showing some grit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll hear about it now. All right. <laughs> All right, Ben. Take it easy. All right, folks. Enjoy the 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 show with Ben. This is still recording. Okay. Yep. Tune in next week, episode nine. Amazing stuff. Like like every week, guys. Like we appreciate you for coming on throwing a comment, DMing me or Zach. I mean, yeah, hit us up. Tell it us definitely, it means a lot. You like, tell us what you don't like too. Yeah. Yeah. Give us comments, criticism, you know, tell, tell me I need a shave. Tell Zach his, his face is too dark. He needs better lighting, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get a better setup, but it's a work in progress. Once, once Every the prep week. center, once I secure the prep center and start doing that, I'll, uh, update my do a massive cleaning in here oh my god dude get the studio set up (laughs) yeah if there wasn't so much like yeah i'm not gonna show it's a mess (laughs) but all right everyone take it easy have a good week buy profitable stuff we're out peace peace